karmically and having that lens mm-hmm. of like, so if this happened when I was very young before I really like built up karma that I would have to work through in this life. So it's, in other words, it's residual karma from another life. Right. If this happened when you were young, you're saying? Yeah. If it happened when I was very young before, before I built up, created that karma, karma in my own life this yeah. time. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, if that's, if that's the case, it's good to look at, into it with that lens of like, why did, why did this manifest in my life? Um, you know, or not, not to find out why, not to find out like what happened in other, other lives. That's not really that necessary. Right. But to find out like, what's the stored energy that was inside that attracted that right into my life and just to really make sure that it's really gone you know right like what am i holding on energetically that is attracting this right. to me that caused this to occur in my life yeah. and whether it came from like a previous lifetime or not it's still significant because you're still holding on to that energy that's the most energy. important thing yeah yeah that's awesome yeah so in in that case in what we're speaking about now like excitement and being like kind of shunned for being excited when you were young yeah like what do you think that could be yeah so it it could the energy of it could be there's a habit of like absorbing too much into um being excited about things to the point where I forget about what's important around me in a way uh, or yeah. I become you know like uh, uh, I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for but I become like mindless so I become like I'm just unaware of like my surroundings or I come unaware of like you know being respectful to people you know or or things that may be important uh, okay um, and I'm in other words in other words that excite that absorption in the excitation is creating more karma. Right. Right. That's really the point of it. And taking you away from the present moment because you're like so enveloped yes. in this feeling of excitement and right. and this what I've been reading about is like the impermanence of that excitement. Right. And Boom. that's really what we want to <laughs> rid ourselves of that's is is impermanence. That's the one. Is, is anything that we're like attached to that is impermanent because you know there's. Attachment will lead to suffering of things that are permanent. So yeah, and we talked about the, that too, um, as far as like when you if you if something that's going to ultimately disappear, like an experience, or you know even like an object or something like that, something that's not going to last like forever. Mm-hmm. Getting super super excited about it and like really happy about that. If you do that mindlessly, then pretty much guarantee yourself to suffer in some way when that thing or that experience is over or maybe if it doesn't happen again or if it happens in a different way next time you know what I mean yeah you know like for example just a good example is that if I'm playing baseball and I make a really great play and I get really super excited about that um, then the next time the same play happens but I don't do it as well then what's the feeling that's going to show up it's going to be of equal measure on the opposite end of the spectrum. Yes. And this is why that's so important as well. Yeah. Because um, exactly what you just said, whatever like 
joy that you receive from something, you'll receive the opposite at some point. Yeah, guaranteed. Yeah. That's they they say that in the Tao, right? They say that the good, good right? Yes. Good creates bad. You when you when you make something out to be good, and this gets into dissolving oh, favoritism. This. Yes. This gets into. Um, <clears throat> If you make something and declare it as a good experience, this is a good experience, you instantly, instantly, because this is a world of duality that we're living in on the earth right now, um, uh, you instantly create the opposite and, and begin to attract the experiences to show you that. Right, so if I think like an, an action or a belief is really good, and it's right, then that's going to cause me to to think that their belief is wrong. Yeah. And that causes separation. Is that okay? Yeah, it's fine. Is it okay for you? You're driving. Yeah. Yeah, so this, this is the cause of separation. Yeah, exactly. Just that mindset of... It's a, it's a dualistic mindset. It's a dualistic perception. And that, that kind of perception is like, it's so easy suffer I was gonna say you're you're guaranteed to suffer um, and you can you can probably say that you yeah. know if you if you hold that perception and don't work towards some kind of unified consciousness um, as far as everything being in balance even the awareness of like getting excited and just acknowledging within that excitement that um, if I really really indulge if you just make acknowledge what we're talking about you know what I mean uh, but allow there to be if you're allowing the excitement you're doing so consciously and right. that means that you're not grasping to it exactly so right? the difference of like we're not saying like get rid of ex- excitement like never be excited because yeah. an excitement is like a joyful uh, expression yeah and it can make other people happy as well you know yeah. and um, I don't know for me like I don't want to rid myself of excitement altogether like we just got back from Costa Rica and I was excited to see my family. It felt good to feel excited yeah. to see my family. But I, but again, being aware of that excitement and not attached to it removes the... It cuts that off. Yeah, yeah it cuts off like the suffering. Um, Potential for that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's one of those things. It's like you, you can do it. You can do it however you want to. You know what I mean? You can see what it's like to like not even get excited about it. You know, something happens and just, like, stay completely, like, neutral-minded and and almost numb. Just try that and see what that feels like. Yeah. It might feel amazing. You know what I mean? But it also might, if you're able to, you know, um, experience excitement or experience passion even. Like, even with, like, um, let's just use an example of, like, an art project or, or like, maybe you're, you're... planning an event or something like that and there's like excitement with that just do just doing so with mindfulness you know doing so with like the, uh, the attitude of being um not attached to any of the outcomes of what happens if it falls flat it falls flat and it goes under and like you're ready for that to happen yeah you know yeah but like in that sense of like if you're creating a workshop it, i i feel like it's beneficial to be a little bit excited about it so that you put like yeah you put some love into it and you know I guess you don't have to be excited but um, but it's something that could create like more intention into into the creation of something yeah. if you're like excited to do it you know like we were speaking about like how we want our tattoo artists to be excited about 
the idea that we've come up with. You know, we want them to be like, ooh, yeah, and like, like yeah. create something cool because yeah. it's going on our body forever, you know? Um, but yeah, that's like an example of that. Yeah, and it's, and it's really good, I think, to look at it this way because it's delicate. It's like a, it's like a delicate thing because you, your awareness has to be pretty like fine-tuned to be able to do that, I think. Because it's so easy to absorb, mm-hmm. you know? And just to like really check in, it's, it's probably, it's a good practice to practice it on both ends of like when something doesn't go the way that you want it to or, or we're working towards. If, something, if you fail at something, you know, to try, try and remain neutral-minded, you know? To try and remain neutral-minded because what we're, if you look at it, what we're talking about is, so let's say like you're working on, you're planning an event or something like that, the event goes good, you have excitement, or you have excitement building the event and creating it, and let's say it goes good, then then cool. That might be a good point to stay neutral-minded um. when the outcome has arisen, because if you're because you what we would be, talk, would be talking about is you get into the event, you have this like kind of healthy excitement and drive to do it. It's a great service to the world. You're creating something beautiful, and just creating feels good. And we're here to do stuff. You know, we're here to live. Yeah. Um, and then. For, uh, on the other end of that, let's say it all falls flat and just goes to shit, and it's, <laughs> it's terrible, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And and then, rem- like what we would be talking about is on one, and if it goes good, consciously being excited and happy that it happened well, and then also on the other end, if it goes wrong, consciously not getting upset about it. You know? Right. Is yeah. that is that possible? I'm going to pose that question. Is it, is it possible to be able to do that? Well, I think this practice that we're speaking about is like a mindfulness practice that you can really implement into like every moment of your life. You know, yeah. we we're constantly have like, if we're not practicing mindfulness, we have like fluctuations of emotions and feelings throughout the entire day. Yeah. Like a moment of the day, we'll be feeling so great. Two minutes later, we're like, like in the middle of like a mind funk, you know? And it's like, <laughs> how does that happen one minute to the next? And it's because oh, we're not mindful. And um, so the example that you just brought up is like, can we meet ourselves in a moment like that when something doesn't work out, work out and still be excited or like still look at it as a positive thing because, ah, okay, now we have a lot to like that we can work on. There this is an go. opportunity to there shift and make it so much better uh, next time, you know, and, and view it as a learning experience. And this is like a great way to also like view your mind. So like when we're doing yeah. these mindful practices and... Um, and your mind kind of like acts up and all of a sudden you're in this loop for like an hour, uh, a mind loop, you know, and then you finally realize, oh shit, I've been in this mind loop for an hour. <laughs> Rather than like putting yourself down, no. rejoice that like you've you've done it, you've become mindful and you've caught yourself and now Beautiful. you can come back to center. Yeah. And, and so I think like it's all about mindfulness and, about and you can like practice finding that joy and peace within yourself and it's I think that's what we're really looking for is like that that silent center which is like peaceful and it can be joyful um and I like it could be I guess it could be excited too you know but it's it's more like this just very peaceful contentment yeah um 
and and to be able to find that in every moment and then from that space let like excitement or other things arise from that space but you can always come back to that space you don't envelop yourself so much in these other emotions that you don't you forget to return to that space where you get attached to these outside feelings and emotions beautiful beautiful i love what you what you offered on um <laughs> but in in the regard in regards to like things going like poorly, oh, this is what I, I wanted to bring up was yeah. um, being able to like like so positive thinking is another like kind of angle we can look at where you see even if like so this we were setting up this this event and it falls flat, everything goes terrible. From that, what what can you pull out of it that's positive? What can you pull out of it that yeah. Um, helps you grow and expand because that ultimately I've, I've never experienced anything in my life on either end of the spectrum that wasn't a positive growth or could or, or there wasn't a room to perceive the experience or whatever it was as a positive growth absolutely not a single moment of my life has, has lacked a positive lining of where I can learn and grow from something so that being said, positive thinking is maybe a part of this we can kind of insert that again is beyond excitation. It's beyond happiness. It's just existing with life and kind of observing life with a curiosity of like, how can this, how can this experience, even if, if it's a pleasant experience, how can this experience, you know, and not being so like heady about it, you know, not like yeah. sitting there and be like, "How can this experience, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, upgrade my human consciousness?" No, but just just <laughs> having the openness that life is communicating with you constantly about you. Yes. Life is constantly communicating with you about you. Yes. That's what karma is. It's it's the it's the dialogue between your individual perception and the whole of life that you witness yeah this is so beautiful I mean yeah. it comes back to like this deep understanding that everything that we perceive is a projection of what's going on within us yeah. and so that's really important to realize and, and in a way like allows me to not take everything so seriously yeah. because like you said everything is literally a lesson it's, yeah. it's something for us to to be able to look at and witness and understand ourself better um, really like the layers that are covering the self in right. a way. Yeah. And so, so we can be, get closer to what already is anyway, <laughs> which yeah. is the self, you know, right. this, this pure self. And so, um, yeah, I love what you, what you're saying about, um, positive thinking, because this is like a tool, yeah. you know, this is like a really great tool because at first when we're like, first working on mindfulness and like being able to control the how the mind works um, the mind can get caught up in like a lot of these negative things and a way to like take your mind out of that or to just like shift the entire way that your brain works is by by looking at the positive yeah. this is like 
been proven to change the brain's chemistry, to change the neural pathways just by creating positive thinking. So every time you find yourself in a negative loop, just catch yourself. And this will also build that awareness, that mindfulness, and then you can shift it into um, the lens of like, how can I learn from this? What's the positive? And, And practicing that in every moment, every day, you'll start to create those new neural pathways and then that'll just be the way that your mind begins to think. Yeah. It's really incredible. Really incredible. That's, that's awesome. And, that, and that's really where we want to be, where all the stuff, the, the place that we want to be is autopilot. It's, it's natural. It's the natural way that our brain is, is activating. You know, we want, that's why we do, that's why we do practices with discipline, right? It's to train the brain and the mind and the ego even, you know, to like, to like turn its focus in a way that's good, that's healthy for us, you know, or that's harmonized with, with the destiny of our being, our soul or, or whatever you want to call it, you know, even harmonized with nature or whatever, whatever it might be, you know, um, just in a way that's, that's again, that's, that's healthy and, and like growing as opposed to like, you know, slowly killing us inside ultimately because that's what like stress and all that kind of stuff is yes it's like it's like mold inside your mm-hmm. being you know it's, absolutely so um that's that's a really amazing amazing like awareness there yeah and like you're saying like this is life providing thought patterns whereas yeah. uh stress is literally causes cancer yeah it's like amazing to really like be able to view that statement as truth and as factual because it is right. and that's like one of the leading causes of illness is yeah. is negative thinking is stress <laughs> you know so yeah. if we could just shift the way that we are thinking our yeah. inner world we can change the entire uh, reality in which we're perceiving yeah. reality but also we can change the state of our well-being physically amazing. it's like whoa, whoa. it's amazing yeah because like, stress is a choice Mm-hmm. Stress but, is, a, is a, there's life experience that experiences that can invite stress, but it's not life's fault that we get stressed. Yes. And we spoke about this the other day and I loved this because this was like very mind opening for me mm-hmm. was that, yes, we have a choice, but we don't have a choice until we've built mindfulness and awareness yeah. because until you've built mindful and aware mindfulness and awareness you don't have a choice in anything. you don't have a choice you're a robot you're just going about your day thinking that you're choosing things but yeah. but really you're set on this negative autopilot yeah you literally have downloaded conceptual programs from your previous experiences mm-hmm. literally your brain downloaded specific software to operate on yeah so basically and this is what meditation is is transcending the brain activity and tapping into another source of decision making and expression that's what meditation like provides or mindfulness provides that's what we're talking about that's what it provides is the ability to again have another source of decision making and expression and thought processing ultimately because otherwise like we were saying you're running off of downloaded programs that aren't even a being there's not even a person there that's doing that it's just simply stored energy and programs in the brain right and these things 
come from our what we've been conditioned from when we were like very very young yeah like the the first few years of our lives and so we're conditioned with these belief systems and um and we create habits from when we're young and um and this is the way that we live and we think that like this is just who we are but and so we don't think that we can shift that we don't know that we have the choice to actually completely change like transcend everything that we are (laughs) we can and and I love this conversation too because there's a degree in balance of um, like accepting yourself but also transcending whatever self that is like so so what I want to get at is like our born in astrology which is which is a programmed temperament with our body you know for example like I have Virgo energy right and Mm -hmm that's how the body operates and that's something that yes it can be transcended but there needs to be a degree of embracing that yes because it's it's that's something that's pretty locked in and the only thing i can really do with that and that's that's intentional that's like intentional for my soul's journey to work through that that's part of the karma of this incarnation so there has to be a degree of embracing that and that goes along with there's certain levels of karma also that we're just destined to live through you know, and experience. So there needs to be a, there, it's good, it's healthy for the, there to be a, um, a balance of embracing aspects of ourselves without, without feeling like we have to change, there's something wrong with us, you know, and, and that kind of attitude can develop from, through what we're talking about without mindfulness of free programming, you know what I mean? I, so there needs to be across the board mindfulness about absolutely everything that we're doing, even the practices that we're talking about. Absolutely. I love what you're saying and I, a few things came through Um, I think it is essential that before we can transcend anything we have to fully accept and embrace all that we are in the moment yeah like really love it beautiful you know before we can because we can't like heal ourselves through hate you know or like or judgment we like that's just not going to work that's separation and that isn't love that's how we got traumatized to begin with right so (laughs) we we really have to like love those aspects of ourselves that are causing us some difficulty or whatever is going on within us we we must embrace those aspects of ourselves and love them and and then like temperament and stuff that comes along with um what we've been born with those are aspects of ourselves that we can learn to like really work with like okay these are these are what i've been gifted with from god yeah. you know this is what the planets have gifted with me with so so looking at those um like uh the, the information from the sky yeah. you know what is it that i'm like naturally good at and what are my gifts and how can i give in, in service to the world around me just through what i'm naturally good at or, or my natural talents and gifts that I've been birthed with. Yeah, and that goes along too with like, there's a degree of like, you know, um, just as an example, like, like when, when you're young, and for some reason when you're young, you're just like obsessed with like, like something. Like my brother, when, when he was young, was just obsessed with like sharks, you know, <laughs> and dinosaurs and shit. <laughs> what were you obsessed with? Um, I wasn't really obsessed with anything. Music, I mean, I love music so much. Um, but I wouldn't say I was obsessed with anything, really. To be honest. Now, I'm just, I'm just looking at that now. Uh, is that what I want to do? Is that the 
Noticing, like, for example, okay, I'll, I'll use for my my own myself as an example. Like, music was always something that was like huge thing in my life since I was born, literally since yeah. I was since I was born. Um, and it comes like from my father, but like this is karma. And for some reason, music is like one of the few things in my life that's like stayed with me my whole life. You know, I've always played music or had music to fall back onto or or to to use to serve when you know to help heal wounds um things like that mm-hmm. is this right I'm not paying attention because i'm talking but <laughs> um but just looking at that and like to a degree embracing that again not letting that be like something i rely on for wellness Mm-hmm. Because ultimately, the only thing we need to rely on is the divine self. Yeah. That's the only thing. Our only shelter needs to be that. That's all we need. Um, but we have, we're, we're gifted like certain, like if we're artists, we're like if, you know, we're meant to be artists, we're gifted certain types of brushes mm. to use. And how we use those is what's really important. So for me, for example, um, I'm gifted this early... Um, connection with music so now at this point in my life that's a tool I have in my toolbox for expressing in the world and now I can choose to express certain things in the world I can choose to express music you know and talk about hate or I can choose choose use it to talk about love you know or whatever yeah it ends up and that's my choice and that like that greatly determines my reality yeah how I use that mm-hmm That's beautiful. That's really beautiful. Yeah, and that's part of the embracing the individual vessel. Right. Right. And so I, I love, like, also looking back at when you were young and looking at, like, your favorite things to do or what you were naturally good at then, what made you happy, and, like, tuning into that to kind of, like, embrace uh, yourself a little bit more. Like, when you just feel like, well, I don't, I don't like to do anything. I'm not good at Like, how can I embrace myself or something you know it's like look back at those things that you love to do when you were young what was that and and you can start doing that and cultivating this love within yourself by doing these things that you you've always loved you know and and reigniting that inner child because I think that's like a just a big one of of um, I think cultivating like peace within is is like making amends with our inner self all the different ages of ourself you know like I realized maybe a month ago that I had a resentment towards myself in like a few years ago that I was still holding on to that was causing inner turmoil and outer turmoil I was I was like putting that resentment onto others um, because they reminded me of my past self and wow and so like really looking at and loving all those parts of ourselves, all those, all the different ages that like, you know, that we've been through that we're like, oh, like I really fucked up that time. Like, <laughs> going back to those moments yeah. and like really making amends with yourself and, and loving yourself through those moments and, and seeing like what was going on in that moment that like caused me to be that way. And, and 
I mean, really just like loving yourself anyway, forgiving yourself for those totally. times. Absolutely. And, um, but yeah. And that's, that's amazing. Cause that's, that's such a, like a, a subtle thing that really, I think can be overlooked. Um, as far as like those are programs, you know, that will will be running, and they and they may be running in really subtle ways. You know, they they may be running in ways that like, you know, they don't they're not so super. I've experienced this many times, where they're not super like dynamic, and they're not super toxic, they're not super destructive, but they're like really small little things that aren't really serving us. You know. Yeah. And we overlook them. But to go back and just like check in with points of our lives where like were major moments in our lives yeah. and like seeing like what's still there, checking in and seeing what's still alive there. And that stuff, that stuff comes up um, like all throughout our lives. And it's important, like the mindfulness aspect of this, mm-hmm. what we really mean by that is just being able to spot things that are like, what, what is that little expression that's coming out of me? Do I need that? Does that serve anything or anybody or myself? And like, what's the essence of that? Like, is the essence of that, like, you know, like if I, like you were saying about you were projecting things onto others, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in whatever way it is, like, it's really good to like, look at that and be like, wow, why, why is that happening? It's consistently happening. Right. I keep doing that. You know, I keep doing that projection and, and like, why, why is it there? And, and that's a good way to like really let some, basically like by saying that question, by questioning it, by inquiring, you open up like hidden chambers inside your consciousness and you allow this, these memories to come up mm-hmm. and you'll be so amazed with what comes through. Like you'll be like, wow, I haven't, I, I never acknowledged that memory. But it's uh, yeah. there and it's coming up so clearly like right now. That's basically like the essence of the subconscious. It stores like every moment of your life. Right. It stores every moment of your life, at least energetically. And when you tap into certain presences and energies and those loops that are running off of those moments, mm-hmm. you'll be amazed what you remember. You literally remember every moment of your life. Right. Right. And this can be so subtle, even just like like repetitive thoughts. And until you build awareness you may just be like responding or projecting from these subtle thoughts that are caused from like these past traumas that we've totally forgotten about that we totally pushed down into our subconscious and so if like through building awareness these things will start coming up we'll start noticing thought patterns that we didn't even realize that we had that were causing separation and we we didn't even think anything of it we had no idea because they could be the most subtle of thoughts and and so when building awareness these things will start coming into into view and you'll start realizing them and and remembering ah it's not you it's me (laughs) and we can really learn a lot yeah we can really really learn a lot from everyone and everything around us every every time that we notice something that like annoys us or irks us in some way that's an opportunity to look within always yeah absolutely that's beautiful and it's so it's so it's like it'll even be it's like a game you know what i mean it'll even be fun it's like let's like oh here's this little little tendency that happens what's why and then the memory that comes through might be like wow when i was six years old you know my best friend called me a duty head and like broke my toy you know what i mean mm, <laughs> and then yeah. you, and you have this program that you've been running on as an adult now 
and and like projecting that onto other people. <laughs> it's like the silly little moment of your life. Yeah. That stuff, that shit's real. Yeah. That shit's real. And this is how subtle like karma is and like what we hold on to and the idea of grasping. So um, it's really, really like so um, relieving, releasing, and it lightens our whole being um, to do this kind of stuff. And again, to do it like playfully, you know, to do it with a mood like that's like that feels like really good you know what I mean it's not like because it's not all super heavy and super traumatic some of it some of it is but um, it's like all of it like it's kind of put in the same category when you start looking at it this way you know yeah and that's important too is like when it is something that's harder um, and more traumatic to like really be gentle with yourself in the process of like looking up at it and bringing it up and really like holding yourself like you would a baby and like treating yourself like that giving yourself that love that you really need in that moment and allowing yourself to feel it all because when we allow ourselves to feel these things then we can release it yeah. if we don't allow the emotions to come up we're just going to keep on like shoving them down and um and they'll never be truly released yeah we have to feel them fully are we finished uh, yeah it's okay. Okay. <laughs> um yeah we have to feel the feels completely we have to feel them fully because this is something that i've caught myself doing in with with awareness again this is how subtle this stuff gets with awareness even of acknowledging oh here's here's a loop um with awareness of that i in the past had a tendency of just like kind of brushing it off and be like don't we don't need that and that's like not terrible but it wasn't really getting to the root so another thing to do that i started doing was as something would come up a feeling would come through really really feeling it because the more we allow it but the more we allow ourselves to feel um, and again it, there's a difference between absorbing into it and expressing through it that's not what right. I'm talking about yeah. um, but allowing it to be there stepping back from it and feeling the whole experience that's exactly what Lexi's talking about when she says that's how we release is because it, it's trying it's something it, it's telling us something it's telling the perceiver of this whole vessel that there's something in here and I, and I want you to know what's in here it's like your brain it's your body saying there's there, look at this energy so we have to really fully feel it and allow it and ultimately like Lexi said too to really love it because that's what that's the medicine for for everything really right is love it's just fully loving it so absolutely yeah it feels good to even talk about it that way yeah it really does you know? mm -hmm. and then once we start to like build awareness and see these things like the next step I think is just to continue doing that you know yeah. there's like nothing really more than you have to do than and build this mindfulness because right. mindfulness bringing mindfulness to like let's say negative thought patterns that automatically will will get rid of the thought yeah. you know so if you just continue that practice and and shine light on that negative thought it's gonna like run away yeah. I love your analogy of like a deer in the headlights like it's just gonna run away yeah. and disappear and um, and then you know and then it may come back again and again and it's again okay. but you just continue to shine the light and yeah. eventually they just they'll just stop appearing because like the autopilot when we're in a negative like flow um that's that's going to be our autopilot but once we start creating these shifts 
creating these new neural pathways, our new autopilot or Wu Wei in Chinese philosophy, right? Or Wu Wei, Wu Wei. Wu Wei. Um, it's like the flow, you know, and and you start to begin like just this flow, and everything's in this beautiful, effortless flow. Yes. Yeah, and um, you don't have to force anything, and you, and you don't have to like force any thoughts to leave. It just becomes a natural, effortless flow, and, and that's really where we want to get to, you know, so that we can live a peaceful and content life in every moment. Yeah, and you begin to master your own consciousness you know because the the we mentioned early in this conversation the silent center and that that that's the witness you know or even the, that's even the source of the witness um but that's the master of existence already that presence has within it already everything all the wisdom that you'll ever need to like operate efficiently in harmony that presence is already perfectly aligned with life and reality so when we tap into it what arises from that space of our as far as like what to do like we thought we talked about changing the source of our decision making mm, yeah that's the source of it that we're looking to shift it to because that is infinite wisdom and infinite intelligence that is unbound and it's infinite being so it's a space that when this stuff, that, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because if we do this practice with the mind, it'll get burnt out, it'll get tired, it'll come up with excuses to not do it, and it'll feel like it's difficult. Mm-hmm. This, this, if it feels difficult, know that that's the mind that it feels difficult for. Mm-hmm. It's the mind making excuses. <laughs> right, because, and it feels, yeah, and it feels that way because maybe for a time we do have to use the mind to get to that place. It may, there may be parts of the mind and aspects of the mind that we need to use um, in order to like start to rework and rewire. That that's possible. That that's necessary um, until we really get to know that source, um, that center. Um, but it's important to know that the reason that it might feel you might feel depleted or you might feel drained or you might feel like it's difficult or it's hard, it's challenging or whatever it is, is because that proves that that part of your being that's doing the work has an exhaustible amount of energy. Okay, that means it, the energy that's being used can be used up. It has a limit. And the mind, the brain, is a limited experience. The source that we're trying to direct ourselves to is infinite energy. It is an infinite, it is the source of energy itself. It is inexhaustible. And so that's what, a way of, of being able to um, realize when we're in the mind or when we're connected with source or in that sacred space within ourselves. Yeah. And you can really look at, your, look, look at that and see, am I like really depleted? And, and you can tell as well if you're really in your head. And I love what we've been speaking about too, of like what you said about decision making, like coming back to that sacred space to make decisions. So, um, and also like when we're being creative or, or um, something arises within us, it's like we can always return to that sacred space and when something that's creative or inspiring spontaneously arises within us, we can know that that's like really close to source and that's coming from that, uh, from self. 
Um, and then when we're like really thinking about something and like thinking about it for a while, that's when it becomes kind of distorted. And, and it's just a reminder when you realize this to come back to that sacred space and yeah. kind of make it sacred again. Yeah. Refuel. Um, yeah, refuel. You kind of like recharge. Um, yeah, this is a great thing to, to bring up too. Thank you for that. Um, because this speaks to so many aspects of our life when we feel like washed out or burnt out and there's a degree of that that's that's totally legit as far as like we have to use the brain we have to use the body and that again that that is a limited amount of energy and it's important to recharge that that's what sleep is so this you could you can consider this like a way of like being awake you know and alert and everything like that but as far as creativity and stuff like that goes and inspiration goes like we have to rest every now and then to recharge that divine energy mm. that creative energy needs to be recharged because it's it's operating in the mind field which will eventually get depleted because the mind energy is limited right so the less the less like the shorter little moments that we spend in that mind field the more constantly we'll have full energy there Yes, and I love what you said about rest. Rest is so important in, like, all aspects of life. You yeah. know, in, in our society, we are constantly, like, moving and striving to do more and be more and continue to do, 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 do. And to really be able to heal, we need to allow our bodies, our minds to rest. And, um, and that's just so important. That's, like, part of, like, the Buddhist teachings that I'm reading right now is, like, how, how important rest is. Yeah. Um, and that, like you said, is also coming back to that space within ourselves. And how you can also, like, practice this practice of mindfulness in every single moment. So, like, mindfully walking, mindfully talking, mindfully awesome. eating. Like, you can always be practicing this. And if we're, if we're mindful, we're usually able to um, kind of, like, do what we have to do without getting too depleted. Because we're not in the headspace. We're not overanalyzing, overthinking, and depleting ourselves through the mind, if we're just mindful, then we can kind of, in a way, control time. <laughs> true. We really can. I know, and it's, it, it, to the mind, <laughs> um, it'll seem counterproductive, you know, because the mind, I know my mind works this way, um, where it's like, we gotta, like, we gotta stay on it, we gotta, like, be on it, we gotta keep going, we gotta keep going, if we're gonna lose momentum if we don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? But part of that momentum part of the efficiency of creativity because that's when things get messed up you make mistakes when you when you try to operate that way that's when mistakes are making uh, are ma making are making <laughs> that's when mistakes are made um and like things again things get like not like confusing in that space um so it's it's counterintuitive to the mind to do that to stop and rest but it's it's really the way that it's going to work out is if you rest and take your time and and it's actually more efficient to live that way and that's the virgo in me speaking <laughs> you know about that and learning even even in a practical sense of like living in the world you know this this practice is even important for the material and social aspects of life as well as like tap the more we tap into that silence that's that quiet space that center of being the better it is for everything in our life, and it's it, it's mm. it, it's true. And I'm 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 speaking from, you know, being an artist. I'm speaking from, you know, being a laborer. You know, and all the other crazy things I've done with my life, or whatever it is. That this is like, this is this is potent and beautiful, 
and a healthy practice for every aspect of our lives. Yes, and and just being human is enough, you know? Yeah, <laughs> just totally. the experience of being human is is enough. Yeah. Um, you know, like this is for every human. This can really contribute to a joyful life, a peaceful life by practicing this. It's like it it's like the greatest uh, joy and love that I've ever felt is just this this mindfulness that I've been able to cultivate within me. It's really, really beautiful. And um, and and being able to... It, it kind of like cultivates this beauty that you can uh, bring with you everywhere, no matter what. And so you're like stuck in traffic and you're like, oh, this is beautiful. Like <laughs> Rather than like being stressed out that you're in traffic, you like yeah. put down the window and you look outside and you can see the trees and like just noticing the beauty, noticing God within everything and everyone and really like also feeling and being in alignment with with that god energy within you that the self and um and that's like really what what this practice is all about is like being able to come back to that space and and to live in that space at all times um, so that we can so that we can truly enjoy this life that we've been given and so that we can truly love and so that we can truly connect with everyone and everything around us you know like we've been given this life to like really be here <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah and it's so beautiful when you truly allow yourself to be here such a gift such a gift uh, it's so it's so refreshing you know and it's such a cool it's so it's beautiful because of how balanced it is it's, it's like it borders irony you know in a way where it's like we have to fully accept everything and embrace what we are and almost be in the mindset of like not feeling like we need to change to change mm-hmm. <laughs> you know in, in order for the, the stuff that's not healthy or the stuff that doesn't serve us to kind of like because what what this practice really feels like when it's like when we're really doing it from the space that we're talking about is it does feel effortless because things that don't serve you when you when you tune into what's really important like Lexi was saying with just like feeling love or or being noticing God and everything it makes like the stuff that doesn't serve that just goes away it just it just dissolves and I can even I can even testify to um when I started to practice this kind of stuff years ago, like I smoked cigarettes and drank a lot of alcohol and like had so many other things that were associated with that stuff. Um, but I remember with cigarettes specifically, like when I was just really started tuning into what was really important in my life, like I quit smoking cigarettes and it like wasn't even difficult at all. Like I didn't have a problem with it at all. I allowed myself to smoke cigarettes whenever I wanted, but I just tuned into what was really important in my life, and that and really for me, even at that time, was God. It was like I just want to be be immersed in spirit and aware of spirit all the time, and then cigarettes was something that just fell out of my life, and that's an addiction. That's a physical addiction. I smoked for twelve years, you know. It's a physical thing that the body even didn't even have any issues with it. And it was partly because of how how I went about And again, I didn't even do it. It just happened. It was totally effortless. Totally effortless. Like intuitively inspired to do everything that was necessary for it to be super easy. 
to be to be even joyful to go through the process of quitting smoking cigarettes. Um, this is exactly how I did it, and that to me is like remarkable. And that's really the evidence that we're really tapped into that space when we when we acknowledge what's really important in life, which is the source of all being, which is our true divine nature and self, or God, whatever you want to call it. When we tap into that on a regular basis, whether it's through meditation, it could be through whatever, anything that brings you to that space. It could be martial arts, it could be dancing, it could be soccer, you know, I mean, bicycling, it could be sliding down waterfalls on your butt. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever brings you to that holy space inside that that is like the origin of this conversation was excitation right that's not even really in that realm of excitation it's in the realm of just like neutral bliss you know that isn't gonna it can't sway on to on that it's transcendent of that spectrum of like elated excited and then depressed and sad or whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. that space that we're talking about is just eternally eternally joyful yeah yeah it just is yeah it just is and it always is. <laughs> it always has been and always will be. Yes, and, and it won't leave you, you know? No. Because it is you. It is within you. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Beautiful. What do you think, Kiki? How are we doing? I think, I think that's good. Yeah, I think that's good, right? We're getting yeah. to the, the, the cutoff. Yeah. But I feel pretty resolved in that. Do you feel good about it? I feel great. <laughs> Beautiful. It's been a while since we've done a, a podcast, right? Yeah, it feels good. It feels good to get at it again. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Kiki. Thank you. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and uh, we hope you enjoy. Um, if, uh, if it's available and you have questions or inquiries or comments, you know, we'd love to hear from the listeners so please feel free to respond to react to whatever yes all comments questions are welcome and appreciated yes thank you so much for listening thank you so much love to you so much peace Mwah.